first true podcast episode for podcasts for two people at the year of our lord 2019 hot off the heels of a shit fest of 2018 yeah i haven't like gone through it yet but i know that's gonna be a job <sighs> normally i'm pretty efficient about it it's just like right boom business boom business done cut and print yeah put some fucking music in there call it a day some cartoon sound effects did did you catch the i fucking died i'm glad i was cry laughing that might actually be uh my favorite episode we've ever done was that silent night deadly night too that that really showed through for uh for all the things that we have to bring to our listeners i think yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) simply put (laughs) that and just like a lot of uh getting off track but hopefully it's irreverent and funny that's that's what we're that's what we're trying to do that's, that's what we yeah that's it yeah highbrow lowbrow and uh shaking hands with the hand that you use to wipe your asshole when your middle finger breaks through the tissue paper and accidentally gently caresses your butthole and then you fart on your hand while wiping your butt yeah and that's us <laughs> farted on my hand while i'm wiping my butt <laughs> i would sing along but i don't want to sing <laughs> i don't want to sing but yeah, no. Uh, it's like dark and depressing. <laughs> Check out uh, Ghost of a Saint by uh, Chris Connolly. It's a fun song. <laughs> Words of wisdom here. Thank you for coming back to Podcast for Two People uh, on our wonderful Tuesday morning, evening, noon, midnight. That's when this is that we're doing this right now. Yes. Well, that's when it's coming to you. Don't, don't worry about it. We don't fucking record the day we really... What do you think we are? Efficient? We're not Ben fucking Franklin. I mean, no, no. Who Nobody else, is. Who else do you know who could build a Zeppelin, build the Zeppelin, the first Zeppelin that's ever Zeppelin to cross the sky? You, you never watched that HBO series about John Adams, did you? Oh, no. no. Well, there's like a part where uh, Paul Giamatti as John Adams is on the boat. Who else would play John Adams? They're going to France. So like, he's like, yo, France, we need help in this Revolutionary War. And Anyways. Paul Giamatti, the pug-looking man, says... <laughs> no. Give me, give me a second. Oh. Um, he's on the boat, you know. He, you find he has like an obsession with uh, entering his wife from behind. Oh no, there's there is sex in uh, John Adams on HBO because it's an HBO show. Oh, you can't you can't have an HBO show without having some like fucking going on. Dude, I haven't seen Paul Giamatti enter anyone since uh, <laughs> his fucking role in the Clive Owen film uh, Shoot 'Em Up. Nice. Where he, uh, I thought you said Clive Barker for a second. I Clive like, no. Barker's Jericho. <laughs> yeah, dude, no, Clive Barker's done cool shit. Shut up. Yeah, I know. Um, but Jericho, <laughs> Jericho, Jericho. Oh, we still got to do a full playthrough of that. Oh fuck, dude! No. Nail me to a cross and let me die, and then before possess, I fucking do that, possess me yeah. and control my abilities. <laughs> If that ability is turning off the PS4 and then making you jump out the window, that'd be fine. Yeah. Um, okay, and then Paul Giamatti, he's on the boat. He's missing his wife. Right. He's looking at SVR butthole. And then, like, Ben Franklin walks in. <laughs> and then, like, Paul Giamatti's in his cabin. He like, throws the blanket over his dick. He's like, yikes! Don't you ever knock? And then Ben Franklin, he knows what's going on. He's like... Well, yeah, he's efficient. He's like, yeah, I know how it is. Always doing the butt play. And then I actually can't remember how this scene ended, but, um, yeah, it's pretty much, that's, that's the crux of John Adams, the TV show. 
and then him like Thomas Jefferson <laughs> die at the same time. Oh man, that was that's that's weird. That's actually factual though. That's weird. Yeah, they weird. they died like they synchronized their deaths. They they sync like women death. women synchronize their periods. Men, Men synchronize, synchronize their, their deaths. deaths, especially if you're a founding father of America. Yeah. No, yeah, that no. That's how <clears> that they probably went. both just had syphilis. They got old and died, as people do. And we'll as all... people are wont to do. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do that someday. It's going <laughs> to suck. <laughs> I hope I die from taking a cocktail of cocktails. I hope I hope when I die, Cox. my my body um like bubbles away like a zombie in Resident <laughs> Evil 5. I have like a heart attack. I'm like, ah! <laughs> and then... And I leave behind, like, <sighs> leave behind like a thousand pesetas. I want to leave behind a full box of handgun ammo, but there's actually only one bullet in it. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. You use it to kill yourself. <laughs> Bitch. Or this fucking podcast. Yeah, um, yeah, I think we've done enough bullshitting. Yeah. Now we can get to the, the real meat of what we're here to do today. Right, and so, yet again, welcome back to Podcast for Two People. This auspicious Tuesday, we're bringing you the first part of a two-part series. The big one. On the evolution of the arcade. So, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is one of um, the first time that I'm actually just going to go ahead and tackle something as broad as arcades and delve into some pretty heavy research. So we're going to take you all the way back. Like, way back before House of the Dead, before grabbing a gun with your buddy and just mindlessly blowing your entire allowance on trying to get through uh, hordes of zombies and... Dude, House of the Dead one's fucking hard. Oh, it's so fucking hard. Like I was every time I played that fucking game. hey <laughs> Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, uh, wasting all your money when an arcade comes out with a virtual reality game. I'm having a sad moment. <sighs> yeah, or, you know, uh, wrestling games and racing games and shooting b-balls into hoops for mad ticket get. <laughs> Big dank ass tickets. <laughs> so you can that get laser that, pointer will be yours. It will be. Or that neato fucking spider ring. <laughs> oh, all, fuck yeah. all the cool shit. So the gack. Let's take a break from being super relevant. You yeah. know, because that's what you come here for. Relevance. Relevance. Yeah. That's our middle name. Always talking about the freshest things. Podcast for relevance to people. <laughs> Junior. Relevant evil. Oh, nice. Never. Okay. Never so, again. You know, like, we're never really relevant. Are we, Brad? I don't think I want to be. Yeah. I want to, no. I want to, I want to, I don't want to follow trends. Don't want to be a relevant idiot. I want to set them. And I want them to be the dumbest things. Yeah. The dumbest things. Yeah. That's the goal. That's the mission statement. I specifically want to find movies where people uh, get killed by forcing their spines to break backwards so their heads get shoved under their own butts and they have to lick their butthole till they die. Like, that's what I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's... A good, that's a good movie. Yeah. I, I, I believe I mentioned it before, but we got to make that, like, killer wrestler movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're, like, choke slams people House on Orgy bits. Rock. Yep. And uh, STZ. Dude, yeah, we have brilliant screenplays. We might actually have to make a couple podcast episodes where we just kind of talk about our screenplays. <laughs> yeah. um, 
uh, kickstart. We need $2 million to make STC. Because Nick Cage is going to play... Everybody. Everybody, yeah. He's going to have every role. Yeah. Including all of the extra zombies or ghosts or whatever. Zombie. Uh, whatever. Whatever's in the movie is just Nick Cage. Like, Nick Cage, he wakes up one morning, his alarm clock goes off, but he, like, snoozed it too late. He's like, late again. Damn it. Damn it. And then uh, the doorbell rings, and then, like, he's kind of, like, rubbing his eyes. He's not fully awake yet. He opens the door, and it's the mailman, but it's a Nick Cage mailman. Yeah, he's like, got the mustache. Package for you, Mr. Mr. Richards. It's like, oh, thanks. Thanks, they, Mr. Postman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always do such a great job. How's the wife? And it just, I want to cut... To like the postman's house, but it's He's actually Nick Cage. But it's Nick Cage fucking Nick Cage. Yes. Yeah, that's the movie <laughs> we need to. And it's that goes on for way too long. And uh, can we just we could either give the movie uh, a correct title, or no. we could call it uh, Cage, Caged in a Cage. That'd be too stupid. It's like it's <laughs> too stupid. Five me. It's t- too stupid. Five the world. Ah, <laughs> the world's not ready. Want, I would take that any day. That's a challenge that I would gladly accept. <laughs> yeah. So, really bold. When we're talking about arcades, yeah. like we're talking about a subject that means a lot to us, like at our core. It's a big deal. Yeah, it's uh, one of the first things that we really connected on. Which is like six years ago now. It's been a while. Yeah. Whoo. Wow. And uh, how many arcades have we gone to, Brent? <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one together, but we've we've gone to many uh, each other, like uh, separately. Yes. Sorry, English is not first language. Yeah. No, I'm just having Please a rough forgive. time. <laughs> Please. Please, sorry, me friend. Please understand. Yeah. So it's only game. <laughs> Where do you always most likely want to be every waking moment of each day of your life, Brent? Specifically, Galloping Ghost Arcade in uh, Brookfield, Illinois, just outside of Chicago. Yeah, right across the street from uh, like La, La Compañera or whatever. Oh, La La Cabanita, La Cabanita, La Cabanita, La Cabanita. Yeah, we're, I hope I hope we're getting that right. Probably not. You gotta go fucking go there. It's pretty fucking delicious. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, no, um, I think I made a joke about that whole area on our VR episode. Probably. Which is funny because why am I, I referencing that episode all the time? You now? can you can like mention something we said in a specific uh-huh. episode. I'm like, I remember that. I do not remember the episode we said that. I don't know why. But I have a library archive of every single word that we've said in all of our episodes. Somebody's got to do it. It's not going to be me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. La Cabanita sounds right. Yes. And it's kind of funny because that that arcade is one of the things that uh, was the sort of first catalyst uh, of a bond that got me and Aaron talking. Because she was living in Chicago for several years, and that was one of her favorite arcades in the area. Uh, other one being Headquarters. But arcades bring people together not only because of the experience and wonder that fills these buildings and the games that uh, accompany them, but also the feelings we have when we just waste copious amounts of money 
and time in these places. And what better a place to go for a date or with your friends? Right. I mean, that's how that's how we have um like the FGC. Yeah. It, like just people Look at our look at our Evo uh series part 1 when I talk about uh the history of Evo, it started in Sunset Bay arcade with like oh, I think it was somewhere around two dozen players but about five dozen people showed up right just to watch some people uh fight in street fighter i guess that's why i meant it's just like it's a it's a way for people to get together uh kind of united in a celebration of a of a video of video games right the first the first network for gamers it was your neighborhood hangout for people like you like me uh could go there and fucking find people that were either better than them or people that they could show them fucking skills. Yes. But what was it before all of that though? Like you're talking before like the seventies. Yeah, dude. Before, before all of that. Yeah. Before we had buttons and fucking sticks and light guns it was a points. very yeah before there were points and tickets and and sweet prizes what was and the high point? scores. What was the point if there's no points? Right. That's not even like a not, not, pun not intended. Right. Um. Yeah, I don't know, man. Do you ever wonder what people did before video games? Often, yeah. Like I'm actually watching this show, uh, the marvelous Miss Maisel, with uh, with Aaron and watching this. I'm just thinking, like, man. What a dark period. Yeah, like, it's a funny, ir- yeah, yeah, irreverent yeah. show. But I'm like, okay, so when you go home, what do you do? <laughs> like, you don't watch something. You'd read a book and then jack off, maybe. <laughs> you jack off at, like, figure A of the female anatomy. Yeah, turn to page 72 of the health book. Like, wait, I can't anymore because 72 and 73 are actually stuck together. I already used that book. <laughs> yeah, um, that, that's my book. <laughs> so when you hear arcade rent what are the top three things that you think about um shmups yeah house of the dead light gun games yeah and uh cigarette smoke and uh bullies throwing me <laughs> off the game and taking my spot i'll i'm gonna find happened? you <laughs> oh my god you never told me this story okay you know uh we had a roller rink Oh no shit, this is real. This is real. Oh man. And I would go there it's to mostly play arcade games. Yeah. And one time the fuck roller rinks at a roller rink rinking. Yeah, it was the nineties, man. It was wild. <laughs> um It's too hot. Time to roll my sweatshirt around my waist and tie my sleeves together. Oh, it got hot. And then you can go behind there and smoke cigarettes. And your the- finger banks, Susie McLaren. <laughs> Everybody finger banks. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, nobody got finger banged, to my knowledge. Um, I did. <laughs> yeah, by, by Uncle Carrie. <laughs> Come on, Tyler, it'll be a good time. This is our little secret. But it's my birthday. <laughs> what right. better a reason to celebrate? Yeah. <laughs> As he's like turning into Freddy. Yeah, I was gonna bitch. <laughs> um No, I we were playing like Virtual Fighter 3 T B. What's T B? Is that Team virtual? Battle? Oh, I thought it was tuberculosis. Yep. And um <laughs> Like 
it was it was some game because there was Mortal Kombat two, and then they upgraded the Ultimate three. Oh yeah. And then you know they were, Mortal Kombat. They had a they had Mercs by Capcom. You ever oh, play that? Yeah, too? yeah, dude. That's a great fucking game. Um, they had the Simpsons arcade game. Dude, yeah, Marge with the with the fucking vacuum cleaner. Vacuum kata. Yeah, dude, she was super fucking good. That was all. I always played that shit at Chuck E. Cheese's. That and Teenage Mutant Turtles. She used her hair to um, summon oh, demons yeah. from hell to eat the bosses. <laughs> what? Yeah, and you I to, don't remember that. I don't know what game you played. <laughs> Um, you know, like, I think I got killed in some game, and then, like, some bully, bully. just, like, forces me out of the way, and then, like, when I was in the continue to, like, put more coins in, like, yeah. he just, like, mashed my buttons, and, like, game overed me, he's like, ooh, sorry, dude, and I was just like, I walked away, but I was like, I will remember your face. That is the fucking shittiest thing I have ever heard of anyone in the world like, ever I hope I, doing. I hope I find him. He's just on the street. He's like, won't somebody help me? And I'm like, yeah, I'll help you. And then like, I'll just string him along, give him a false sense of security, you know? Like, yeah, yeah I know. Let's, let's get you fed. Let's get you clothed. It's cold out here. And then um, and then I'll hand him a beer, and you know, he'll crack it open and start drinking it. And then uh, when he's drinking it, I'll kick him in the stomach and then stone cold stunner him. <laughs> you're like oops sorry buddy Ooh, sorry dude sorry and then i'll take back luck. i'll take back all the money i gave him <laughs> and then take his coat kick him become a fucking loser <laughs> and then um bring an arcade game out yeah it's like virtua fighter 3 bitch hope you've been practicing <laughs> i'm back <laughs> and then and then uh, and i'll destroy him yeah mostly because he'll be uh shitting blood Yes. The entire match. It's like uh, the end of Gladiator, oh. where Joaquin Phoenix stabs Maximus. But I would be, I would be Joaquin Phoenix, and yeah. I would not die. You and everybody be... would cheer me on yeah. when I killed Maximus. And then they'll they'll carry him out, and they'll play play like the Gladiator music while they're carrying this dude's dead body into the trash can. Yo, man, this is really in depth. Are you okay? Yes. No, I'm. I've been very bitter lately. <laughs> it's having... the winter in us. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's why I associate with arcades. To answer your question, Tyler, the three damn things. I, no, I should have said uh, one pussy, two quarters, and that's it. <laughs> the three pussy damn things. Quarters. <laughs> that's that, that was the short answer I should have gone with. I'm sorry. I, I think of quarters and rows of cabinets and some <laughs> of the fondest memories I have ever had. Like. Hanging out with my brother and watching yeah. him hustle people in Killer Instinct, being nope. like, they were "Man, I times. sure am bad." No, like I remember, um, you, 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 I was the kid that could like show up. Oh, I know Scorpion's fatality. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't need the manual. Yeah, I don't need to read the move list. I know it all. It's in my noodle. And then like me and some elementary school friends just like powered through the Simpsons arcade game. Right. Got to the ending. It was a good time. Um, Dude, that's dad, a long game. Yeah, my dad gave me like a shit ton of quarters to play like all the games. They were in the College Square uh, arcade that used to be there, but it's now dead. Right, dead, very dead. I'm gonna have to touch on uh some of my uh more fond arcade experiences uh when we get to like the more modern time. Okay, because otherwise it'll just it won't make any sense. Because you know where I'm gonna go with all this shit, dude. Like, to 1910. Yeah, 1905. Turn of the century. 
So let's crank our fucking hogs back to 1905. <laughs> time hogs. <laughs> yeah, time hogs. And uh, ride ride the lightning all the way back. So I hope you brought your, uh, your fucking barbershop quartet clothes. And my Otherwise racism. You yeah, and your racism. Otherwise, you won't blend in. No. So. They'll, uh, you'll be sniffed the fuck out. Yeah. And boy, do they have no, good like sniffers. The, no, I'd be like the cool dude hanging with like all the jazz musicians and getting high as fuck. Right. Oh, my God. Yeah, so in a time before tokens and quarters and many, many of paper, there were even cabinets. <laughs> what? Whoa. So, yeah, we're going to take you back to the origin of the arcade and show you the evolution of our favorite place in the world. Again, how did people live? You'll tell us. <laughs> I will. I'll get through some of the... They have strange machines. When you get bored, you make weird shit, my dude. Uh, so we're going to take you all the way back to 1905 and this part one of a two-part series on the evolution of the arcade. From the penny games at the turn of the century to strength testers, video games, pachinko machines, game cabinets, and air hockey tables. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now virtual arenas and shit like that, which suck. <laughs> virtual arenas. Yeah, otherwise I think that there's like some virtual fucking, uh, like actual arcades that just do virtual games and they make their own games in-house. I've heard those are kind of trippy. I bet. But first, we make our initial step onto the stage of history around the mid to late first decade at the turn of the 20th century. The Penny Arcade. The 19 aughts. The 19 aughts. Businesses made their main profits from games that took only a penny to play. The games that you could typically find at a Penny Arcade. Well, not claw machines or Civil War themed House of the Dead. Oh, that would be really fucking dope. I would play this shit. I would, I, Civil War House of the Dead game. I would, Complete yeah. with, like, god-awful voice acting. Yeah. Except back then it would have been, like, silent. Yeah. And then, like, just, like, words on the box. It'd be like, how could anyone do this? <laughs> oh, Johnny Rebel coming back from the dead. <laughs> Hell must be full. Let us H send him to God. <laughs> Dr. H.R. Curian, Esquire at your service. I'm the one making all these zombies. And snorting all this yeah. coke. Yeah, yeah. resurrecting Johnny Rab to fight another day. Someone's got to keep the Confederacy alive. <laughs> or unalive, if you will. <laughs> yeah, when, like, I, when, I, when I pitched that idea to myself for the script, I was just like... Really great. Dope. Like, yeah. I really fucking want to make that. Like, they had six shooters in. Yeah. It's like, fun. You're shooting at actual, like, zombie men. <laughs> coming at you. Uh, no. Um, like on a track? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I would play that. <laughs> and there's like a mini game where you get like the cannon and you have to shoot like the boss. Oh, dude, yeah, like you have to like shoot him in between like an old things. Like Gatling gun and like shoot like heads that he's throwing at you, and then every once in a while your character would run over to the cannon and you'd have to like mash buttons for him to do things. Good thing we found these mini guns lying around to defeat the final boss. These cranking mini guns. Yeah. No, you were <laughs> at Overkill. The end of Overkill. Yeah. That was fantastic. <laughs> I love that game. I want to go back and play it, but I also don't want to listen to the fucking click clacking of Wii Zappers over and over again. Yeah, you do. But it's kind of worth it, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> I, can get, I can get 
I can get a different zapper gun. Pew, 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 pew. Maybe one that's not so loud. So while that would be really fucking dope, the yes. origin of the arcade rests with Bagatelles, which is basically Super Monkey Ball, but in real life and without monkeys. Like, it's straight up like a, like a plastic. It's like a plastic or rubber or sometimes even like metal ball. And there's a table with all these pegs around. And you're supposed to roll the ball in between these pegs to get to the goal. And then you win sounds... like you win like a Coca-Cola or co- yeah. actual cocaine. Yeah. It, it was not Congratulations, as fun. youngster. <laughs> yeah. Smoke up. Have a cotton web. <laughs> <laughs> so, non-electrical pinball tables also dominated these areas. These focus solely on kinetics and gravity. Which, um, maybe you've played, uh, something that came in a Happy Meal back in, like, the 90s or early 2000s. Those little, like, pocket pinball things, you know? And you had to kind of navigate the ball around to the that's center. That's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's pretty much what it was. Or, uh, they look like old-school, um, Plinko machines. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Otherwise, uh, you may remember fortune-telling machines. You know, after we got electricity and all those things you know yeah they're very real uh what was uh what's the most used one zoltan i think it is zoltan the fortune teller zoltan who uh needs a continuum transfunctioner <laughs> to uh dude where's my car <laughs> yeah dude where's my car was like what i thought adulthood would be like for me right you just constantly losing your shit i lose my shit and i party Your're all the time pitcher. Yeah, and I... I mean, he is from Iowa. That's true. From what? Cedar Rapids? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to him. I know, like... That's how my, I... don't know. That's how I thought adulthood would be. Right. And I was, it's like that, but it's just not fun. It's not. I don't have... I don't get attacked by cool alien chicks. No. Or, like, muscle bros from space. <laughs> how bullshit. dope would that fucking be? Pretty dope. You know, it's probably cooler than fucking old school penny slot machines. You put in a penny, you won five pennies, congrats, put it in, you lost all of them, sorry chap. That's a lot of pennies though. That is a lot of pennies, or amberolas, (laughs) not areolas, but amberolas. (laughs) If you pay enough, you get to see them. (laughs) No, that comes soon. (laughs) But uh, these things are old school cylindrical, uh, like, records, like, for music Nice. Yeah, they look dumb. They, they probably sound horrifying. Min- yeah, <laughs> and they fit about four minutes of music on them, and they're just like a tube. And uh, you carry them with you for <laughs> listening on the go. When you're waiting for the train to arrive. Yeah. <laughs> you remember Peep Shows, which is really like the original voyeur picture binoculars. Nice. But with like non-ludes. Oh, they had ludes, though. Oh, yeah. You know they did. But they had non-ludes for the kiddies. Now, the mutoscopes, those were for the adults. <laughs> those you... were older gents. Well, for one thing, they were about like five, about like five to five foot four as far as height goes. And they were essentially just like, a, they looked terrifying. They look like if you put your eyes up to the hole, they'll like take your eyeballs out. But you put, you know, your penny in there. If you put your penis in there, something will happen. (laughs) (laughs) Something magical. 
You know, they, uh... Hey, Roger, why don't you stick your peck in there and see what happens? <laughs> Get all of this, boy. You teleport. <laughs> Something's gonna happen. <laughs> so these mutoscopes were like, you know, the flip card reels. Now, these were what you had, the girly reels, which they also had, like, cartoons and minute-long short, uh, shorts. Let me see them flapper titties. Now, see, here's the thing, is that Denmark actually had porno. Straight up. Like, flip card porno witcher cards yeah but like someone flipped them real fast for you so you could kind of get the idea and it was about a minute long so i mean like i wonder how um often you would actually see someone being like oh it's lunchtime time to go to the mutoscope <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, you know, they've got a bucket in front of it just <laughs> No, they have, like, a communal one. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, like, it's yeah. like a fucking communal mutoscope with, cum like... Bucket. Cum bucket. <laughs> On Thursdays, it's Marjorie instead of a bucket. Yeah. <laughs> like... It says it's good for his skin. Where's the bucket? You expect me to come in, like come on the street like an animal? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's lunch. I don't have time to wait. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get back to my 14-hour shift. Now, speaking of coming on girls named Marge, they also had love testers, which... How good I mean, at fucking are you? Yeah, which, um, oh man, I think about the only kind of love tester I've seen is like, you know, they're at a bar, they weigh about like 300 pounds. And they just say stupid shit, like, Casanova. Yeah, and like, you're supposed to grip it with like, your, your loved one, you know, and so you guys just grip a handle. I remember seeing like the old gorilla... Like the strength tests, yeah. you know, it show, show, uh, tell you how much strength you had. Remember, I was like real little, and at one time I, I squeezed it and it said that I had a kung fu grip, and I thought that was the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Then my uh, dad Hokuto gripped it. Steel shredding grip. Hokuto steel shredding clench. And then you broke it. Yeah, I fucking wish that story actually comes later. But my dad, at uh, let's see here, he would have been about seventy five, and we were at a Happy Joe's, and like. Uh, it's, it's an old fucking pizza place that had some fucking games and shit like that. Yeah. Fuck off. Anyway, um, like I grabbed it and, you know, I got like a, like a fucking four or five, which I thought was pretty good for being fucking 10. And then my dad at 75, who just was like a giant man at a, these fucking massive gorilla hands. And he just like clenches it all the way closed. Just like closes his hand and just clenches it close. And I was like, what the fuck? And it was just like ding 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 and mom's like you don't fucking play those because they're really annoying and i guess he would just he'd sometimes just go over and just kind of oh play one just like yep. easy yep just too easy <laughs> like i bet that dude could like put three eggs in his hand just like close his hand and smash them all and then they're like perfectly scrambled, scrambled. yeah that's that's how i had my breakfast every morning nice Otherwise, uh, you had your coin-operated BB gun or cork games. You've seen them. You've gone to amusement parks. Shit like I had that. carnies like, chase me down. Oh, yeah. I've had one chase me down and put the gun in my hand. I was like, now all you gotta do is squeeze the trigger and hit the target. <laughs> and then the you pay me $2. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you get a prize. And I'm like, I don't know about that. <laughs> you will be damned for eternity <laughs> if you do not play my games, child. <laughs> you've, you've read the book or seen the movie Thinner. You know where this is going. As he's blowing smoke out of his three teeth. <laughs> <laughs> Which ones? Like All one three. on the bottom and then two at the top. Pretty and much. They just kind of like, they're they're enough to like just keep a cigarette in between the th like the three of them. It's like a tri an upside down triforce. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> there might be more, but that's all you can see. Right. That's all you want to know. 
and things stayed relatively the same for several decades until Marge retired and the golden age of arcade video games arrived. Wait, 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 that needs more <clears throat> dramatics. The age of golden arcade video games. So we went from like, like titty reels yeah. to Space Invaders. Overnight. Yeah. Yes, that's what happened. Yeah. Yes, it did. As soon as 1969 turned to 1978. Yep. <laughs> and we got Space Invaders. Mm-hmm. You that's, know. That's how it worked. So here's the thing that... There was no per- time before video games. Yeah. And, and the thing that most perplexed me when I was actually doing my research on this, they put the golden age of video games... Uh, starting at 1978 and it progresses until the steady decline of the arcade in 1983. Now, does it make sense to you to hear that arcades started declining in 83? Kind of, but not really. Right. Not like, I mean, there is more that I'll kind of get into when we get to the eighties, but what I've kind of, I think I could cite a few reasons why, but yes. And, uh, Arcades really had a symbiotic relationship with businesses uh, in the mid to late 80s, going into the 90s. We've only just recently, since about 2000, 2005, around there, actually seen a steady incline in arcades. So, like our traditional arcades, where you go in and it's literally just video games. Yeah. So, what I kind of came to find in my research was that the golden age of arcade video gaming actually started back in 71. Because there's a there's a process of events here. Space Invaders, like I said, was released in 1978, and that ushered in the massive supernova of arcade gaming in the of the 80s, which, you know, like, Space Invaders had this huge cult following. Wasn't there, like, a NASA computer or something that pretty much had what was basically Pong? Yes. On these, like, massive, massive supercomputer they would use yeah. to, like calculate when a comet would pass a yeah, planet they had many computers in them dude yeah and uh along with pong they um, use like uh waveforms to like simulate the ball and paddles yeah. and shit right it's it's kind of funny like that's actually exactly where our story begins with pong and the creator of pong alan alcorn who will probably end up uh getting his own episode as you know he's kind of like the great grandfather of arcade video games. But what he wanted to do was super simple. But nothing is ever simple when it comes to the world of video games. So when you get business in there. Yeah, when you get business in there with video games, uh, what Brent and I have kind of come to find out is that there's just a, a fucking mess of legal trouble around every goddamn corner waiting to sink your business. And a pile of bodies. Yeah, always a pile of bodies. What's up with that? <laughs> yeah, a lot of people died. Yeah, a lot of people fucking died. So, when Alan Alcorn filed a patent for vid- uh, arcade video game technology, that resulted in a very hairy legal battle that we'll probably end up covering in an episode on either Atari or Alan Alcorn himself in the future. It's it's big, it's complicated. It's dumb. All you need to know is it was about the technology of actually putting Pong into an arcade game cabinet. So, all in all, we ended up with Pong in 1972, following the 1971 release of the lesser-known Computer Space, 
being released on cabinets and arcades. I want you to look up some pictures of the computer space cabinet. It looks doofy as shit, but it's really fucking rad. It really encapsulates the aesthetic of 1970s futuristic. Imagine like wood grain uh, or like clear plastic. Very bulky, unwieldy looking. You would think so, but what it's closer to is like this thing fucking fell out of the sky and it's straight out of the book uh, The Day the Earth Stood Still. Okay. It's like... It's Keanu Reeves. <laughs> like, okay, so it came in like I think four or five different colors, all of them being like really harsh 1970s neon colors like a green blue there was a yellow uh uh, uh, uh pepto-bismol pink yes and like they they all looked like butt plugs good deal yeah they're very smooth they're they were very fun. horny in the 70s they were yeah like there's like a lady wearing heels with like a you know just like her breasts very very out there showing off this giant butt plug machine like very uh, uh wide apart Yes. And like sagging off to either side. <laughs> 70s boobs. And a beehive hair style. Yep. Yeah. Be- and she's just smiling. She knows. She knows. She's already got your microwave dinner warm. There's no <laughs> There's no need to stop by the bar after work. Oh, yeah, you don't dude, have to wait. Just f- flip out that TV tray. Yeah. And you can watch a uh, fucking Drag Carson. Yeah. <laughs> shows, shows the decade that we grew up in. Uh, 19... 19- 70s shit <laughs> oh fucking no but no they, they were literally ma- mash <laughs> sorry i was late to the mash <laughs> i was so excited to see you that i forgot to record mash <laughs> <laughs> oh virgil <laughs> but seriously like these cabinets are made out of like basically uh everything but the screen is fiberglass and they're just like super smooth, and it I mean, looks it like you can literally. <laughs> it's good for your Fallout Four character to make all those new guns and armor, but it literally <laughs> looks like if someone dropped you from like a, a two-story building, and like you had an apparatus that spread your butt cheeks apart, and you fell on top of this machine and just go right up. <laughs> and next thing fatality. you know, <laughs> fatality. Yeah, you remember that one. <laughs> When the, when you the watched that video machine? I posted, didn't you? Yeah. It was like, I, yeah. Uh, and it explodes. Because <laughs> hell yeah. It should explode, fucker. Oh, fuck. That's what was always Ooh. missing from pit fatalities. Right. So, like, these games, obviously, like, Pong made, made a splash. Made a splash. Spash. A splash. I got Virgil on the brain, dude. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> But it made a huge splash, and that's kind of the first time that we see a cult following uh, in video games. And from there, uh, we kind of uh, ride Pong that. Fever was definitely a thing. Yeah. It was a coin term, I, I believe. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm speaking from... I have no, nothing to cite. Right. But uh, my own, I've, my I've, own I've heard my mom talk about Pong Fever like her and her siblings would go down to an arcade, and they'd fucking play the shit out of Pong when they, they weren't, you know... Getting hounded by 1970s parents. Different companies just put out their own Pong consoles. Yeah. Like, that's all it was. Yeah, there it was Wild West. Yeah. It was some Wild West shit. I remember specifically seeing a Pong console uh, that somehow survived the ages until I was about five or six. And um, this was crazy. Like, uh, there's there was a hotel in Dubuque, Iowa called the Midway Hotel. 
and they still had a, uh, they had an arcade section. It sounds like uh, a place where very shady things happen. Right. Or like where, where Anton you'd... Sugar tracks down <laughs> milk time. <laughs> it's milk time. <laughs> Which is fine because there was a continental breakfast and he could literally just sit there. And then just say it's milk time and then <laughs> until they bring him milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> smoke time i was always screaming about bacon and filling my pockets with bacon and running around the hotel with bacon in my pockets that's that's not a lie dude Did you i jumped on tr- i jump up and down on the bed and fucking spread bacon, all bacon over time the and i'd steal people's fucking shoes <laughs> and then run around in their dead bodies yeah. <laughs> oh fuck and then drag their bodies under boats so they never float up to the <laughs> surface <laughs> Don't fucking talk about that. Okay, it's a, it's a dark. I've, uh, you've been rehabilitated. You've taken your meds. You don't need them as anymore. long as I don't see any fucking red cloth anywhere. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Naughty. <laughs> it's about to rain. Oh, fuck. Well, yeah. No, some of my fondest memories uh, when I was growing up are they're all in video games, man. Like I think that's oh, yeah. why why I am the way I am. It's not just because I had an older brother that played video games, but because video games were actually a pretty big part of our whole family. Like my, my family would have these uh, like Tetris and bejeweled competitions. And like, we would literally gather around as soon as we found out that somebody was getting near the high score. And like, we would fucking go in and we'd shit talk and all sorts of stuff. Otherwise, uh, what I was getting at is, uh, this, uh, pong console at the midway hotel. If I remember right, it was pong. Otherwise it was Pac-Man, but regardless, it was very strange because I've never seen one of these again. Yeah. It was a, it was a table. You never seen those. Okay. So you know exactly what I'm talking about. I've seen the like Pac-Man, Ms. Pac-Man like table. Yeah. Where you look down at the table and it's got like a CRT domed screen. Yeah. And you sit there, and it's got the controls right there on the table. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was fucking sweet. Yeah, dude. And so, like, you know, I'd sit there and take turns with mom and fucking playing Pac-Man and shit. Otherwise, you know, they had the whole arcade set up, and we had uh, the X-Men arcade games. <laughs> X-Men. X-Men, welcome to die. Or no, welcome. Welcome to, to die. die. Yeah. <laughs> and then yeah sound effects happen and then you fall 100 feet (laughs) so without me reminiscing and getting all nostalgic on you guys sorry i had to wipe away a tear uh fond memories sean newton a 3d arcade model builder and author of a book you guys probably have never heard of or read uh titled bits sticks and buttons said the defining key point which could really honestly be about anything, if you think about it. <laughs> Bits, chicks, and fucking. <laughs> and fuckings. <laughs> the story of my life. Dicks, tricks, and sluttons. Yeah. Or muttons. Muttons would be funner. <laughs> yeah. You know I like my mutton. <laughs> I'm, like, uh, I'm like Kano in the Mortal Kombat movie. Just eating a shit ton of food. <laughs> Let me tell you about... Uh, a fight, a fight in your Mortal Kombat. He got so into it and and ate too much red meat and had a heart attack and died. Yeah, it, it just, or was it cancer? No, it was a heart attack. I was thinking it, of the guy from uh, Spartacus. And then Sonya Blade choked him to death. Yeah, I kind of wish he would have died right there. That would have been dope. <laughs> and then like, uh, right, your match has been canceled, Sonya. Uh, your opponent uh, died due to mysterious circumstances. Strange. Yeah. 
Strange. Uh, turns out um, all of his arteries were clogged. Some pussy juice. Yeah. Gross. That's how that movie was. That's you how... remember. Oh, yeah. We that's all why remember. we're getting a new one. <laughs> yeah. Rated triple X. Starring Vin Diesel. <laughs> I was going to say that. Fuck. Stop getting my head, Brent. An ice cube. <laughs> I hope so. What about iced tea, though? Wrong ice, bitch. <laughs> Wrong ice, bitch. So let's bring us back to Sean Newton, this uh, 3D arcade model builder, author of books you don't fucking care about, and buttons. So the defining key point, which ended the era of arcade gaming, known as the black and white age. Can you imagine why? That's called the black and white age, Brent. <sighs> Is it because all the games were in black and white? No, you fucking... <laughs> you bitch. Fuck. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly why. Yeah. yeah. Thanks. Um, this subsequently ushered in the Golden Age, which was with uh, the North American release of Midway's Space Invaders. The game brought forth with it to the power of the microprocessor. As well as, again, a cult following. And uh, that actually surpassed... That uh, Pong fever that we had brought up. Following Space Invaders, Atari's Asteroids, and then Namco's Pac-Man further solidified the strength of the Golden Age. So, you know, still very much so. These kind of simple-ish games, but we're moving towards, you know, some cooler shit. We're actually getting sound. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. We got the waka 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 waka. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so like, you know, you don't just go into an arcade and hear like... It's time to go home. <laughs> no, mom. No. <laughs> While like, uh, Deep Purple is like blasting on the loudspeaker, <laughs> and then uh, some nerd Black trips and is, and then you just hear the glanging of a whole bunch of quarters. Yeah. No, you heard and spaghetti. <laughs> oh, my scooter. <laughs> but yeah, you actually yeah. you actually heard games being played. So I mean, it it really just kind of depends. I uh, I don't want to say it's much of an opinion. Oh yeah. The, uh, of the where the golden age of arcade video gaming happens, I think that it's very important. You can't you can't fucking glaze over Pong and and Pong Fever. No. Or the patents that it took to to get these arcade cabinets out there, and uh, again with um that computer space cabinet, dude. That's like the the first time that we're seeing these like super eye catching cabinets. mm Hmm. And that's an art that is kind of lost for a while because, you know, after that, we've got the hardwood cabinets with the vinyl uh, sides, tops, plastic. That's about it. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, uh, it's going to be a while before we actually get back into how do we market arcade games to be more interesting, to bring in people to spend money. We've got to go through this whole, like, growing pains age still that's the late 1970s so like i said most opinions place this period's beginning in the late 1970s but as i just said when color arcade games became more prevalent and video arcades themselves started appearing outside of their traditional bowling alley and bar locations it kind of coasted into its ending in the mid 1980s so the golden age of uh, arcade games largely occurred with and partially helped create a perfect storm, that second generation of game consoles and the microcomputer revolution. So I want to talk to you about like a 
couple of the different kinds of uh, arcades. Like, we're walking down the street. We see fucking buttons, sticks, and dicks. The arcade. Yes. Right? What do you think we're going to find in, like, your straight-up arcade location? Um, uh, maybe some pinballs. Right, some tables, right? Yes, uh, perhaps a Pac-Man or Ms. Pac-Man. Right, and those uh, are cabinets. Yes. You know, all that, all that stuff. Right. Games. Maybe some air hockey. Yes, uh, uh, or ski ball. ball. Ski ball, yep. Your pier games, you remember that? You know, going down to the pier down yeah. here in landlocked okay. Iowa? Yes. Yeah. Very, very clearly. Uh, shooting water guns at Bozo the Clown. You dunking his ass in the mini golf in the dunk tank. Right. Yeah. So like it's it's a it's a business comprised completely of games that take uh, at this point like quarters in the eighties like in that era right there right quarters before that I mean like you also had um the kind of transition for restaurants to start bringing in arcade cabinets. Because this is when we had people like Atari and Namco being like, hey, did you know that your business could make a lot more money if you brought in, say, two or three arcade cabinets? And they show them, like, the revenue that they can bring in. This is also around the time that Capcom actually starts kind of uh, taking in to the gaming industry. Because I'm not sure how many of you guys know, Capcom actually stands for Capsule Computers. Yes. They got their start fixing these fucking arcade cabinets. I think we might have mentioned that. Yeah, we might have. I can't remember which episode, though. Oh, no! Uh, uh, um, uh, Shinji Mikami? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I suppose so. I did I did get... I did give, like, a breakdown of the history. Breakdown of the history of Capcom. But, yeah, that's something we'll maybe get into some other time but yeah so like restaurants with cabinets um otherwise like non-video game cabinets um like your fucking field your fucking foosball shit like that or you know or hockey yeah uh the basketball hoop things infinite hoops infinite hoops (laughs) and chaos dunks chaos dunks and the world was never seen again Otherwise, like, your full-on amusement parks will have uh, different games like that that you would find in an arcade, or they might have, like, a little arcade section. But we start, as we go forward in the timeline, we see less straight-up fucking arcades and arcade cabinets just kind of being here or there, just kind of spread around. Yeah. Just as a, a little thing to boost your revenue a little bit. I feel like I probably told you about, there's that laundromat. It was off Main Street here in town. Uh, It had, like, an Elvira pinball game in it. That's dope. Yeah, and, like, the artwork just had her big honkers on on display. (laughs) I mean, like, not, like... Not, like, right there. Full-blown, like... You're not seeing the the nip-nop. It's, like, maximum cleavage. It's pretty powerful. It's the best kind of cleavage. I'm just scoring mad points. I guess that's what I'm saying is that... uh, why would why the fuck was that there? <laughs> it had a laundromat, yeah, yeah. Other than to like take more quarters from you, yeah. Like, oh, I'm gonna. But what else am I supposed to do when I do my laundry? I didn't do my laundry. But I mean, yeah, think about that though. That's that's really brilliant. You can get people to come and spend more money than what they thought that they were going to at the laundromat. They already have quarters. You're at the laundromat. Yeah. And if you don't like, you're not gonna just fucking leave your clothes there. 
What are you mm-hmm. going to fucking do? Well, you might as well just Play spend the rest of your Terminator fucking Terminator 2, the pinball game. Dude, that game is fucking hard. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, also, Area 51. That's Remember a good that? one. Uh, but yeah, no. Otherwise, you know, other places that have arcade games would be like that place when your stepdad, where your stepdad drops you off. You know, like when he wants to bang your mom. Yeah. Or like that place your estranged dad would take you for pizza and hope that he can try and get closer to you. You need to practice wrestling with your mom, so I'm going to drop you <laughs> off here. <laughs> you can have exactly three slices of cheese pizza. I did. I don't no want toppings. you to get into any fucking toppings. Shit costs too much. <laughs> it makes your fuck fart smell, Steven. Yeah. You're not coming to this house with those farts. And you're not coming home early. Yeah. Because I'm not coming early. Yeah, yeah, like your full-on retro arcades in the 1980s. Yeah. You, you've you seen Stranger Things. Fil- uh, filled with uh, cigarette smoke. Yeah. Um, it, The experience isn't complete. If there's a knife coming at, like, at you out of the corner of your vision. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's being wielded by a fingerless leather-gloved hand. And you're stepping on uh, used needles. Right. And that's just it. It's like, you know, it's those gimmicky scenes that we see in television and movies of, of these strange times in arcade history that kind of build our uh, earliest ideas of what an arcade is and that whole culture that it was. Right, like the Kung Fury arcade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just like, is it really the 80s unless we see an arcade or someone talks about going down to the arcade? I wouldn't know what decade it was unless they said that. Exactly. It'd be lost to me. Yeah, it's very, very poor writing. <laughs> yeah, so we seem to think mostly of the 1980s arcade culture, the neon lights, and, you know, like I said, the fingerless leather gloves gripped around cabinet sticks. It's just... The danger. The danger. <laughs> yeah, the abduction, the grease yeah. stains, the smeal of cheese. <laughs> yes. Or at least you hope it's cheese. Oh, God, that really brings me back. But when we return next week, we will see why our minds go to that nostalgic time when the penny became the quarter in part two of the evolution of the arcade. Arcade two. The arcade. (laughs) The revenge. Of sticks. Uh, Buttons. Arcade two. Redemption. Pop can redemption for quarters. Arcade three. Arcade on Earth. <laughs> no arcade like home. Um, live free or die arcade. <laughs> live free or arcade. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, there we go. Thanks for thanks for listening, guys. Right, thank you so much. And of course, everyone's favorite part of any podcast is the plugging. Go ahead. Oh, okay. I guess I'll dip the tip and plug away. And let it rip. Oh, my God. Let it rip! All right. So, obviously, uh, if you guys don't follow us on social media right now, you can. And I don't know if you should, but you're already on it anyway, so you might as well hear from us. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We got Instagram. Hell yeah. Uh, at Facebook, you can find us at uh, facebook.com backslash podcast for two people. We got MySpace. We don't have MySpace, but I might make I fucking one. wish we had MySpace. <laughs> at Instagram, we are at podcast number four, two, t- as in T-W-O, people. At Twitter, we are at P-D-C-S-T. That's short for podcast. Uh, 
four as in the number and two as in T-W-O people. It's it's spelled like that because uh, Twitter is weird and it doesn't, doesn't let like... you do cool shit. Yeah, we got a long name. Like a long dick. <laughs> very um, necessary. Very. And now everybody knows and they're like, ooh, that's... that's... I'm, glad they met... I'm glad they left that... Ooh, that's saucy. <laughs> I'm glad they put that information in there. Yeah, yeah. So now if you weren't coming back, now you'll always come back. You'll come again. And, and again. again. You'll come twice. And again. Uh, obviously, we've got our Patreon. Patreon.com backslash podcast for two people allows you to donate to us so that we can continue to upgrade our sound equipment. Fucking A, dude. We got a second mic. I have my own mic now. Yeah. The I Tyler feel so mic. special. And we've got mic stands and pop filters. It's pretty fucking awesome. Now all we really have to do is... Figure uh, it out. Yeah, figure <laughs> it out. Um, then maybe work on getting um, a new soundboard, mixing board deal. I'll possibly, take a look. Possibly a, a third microphone, or we could just use a th- other microphone that we've got hiding with. I have microphones. <laughs> I got, well, I, I I got microphones mics on mics. So that we can do possibly some more fun stuff, more bonus episodes with people that might want to talk about other shit that we like. Yeah. If we can find anyone that can actually stomach hanging out with us for more than an hour. Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I can barely handle myself. Same. I am constantly at odds with my On my days off, I just kind of sit around here in limbo. <laughs> I I hang out in Purgatorio. Yeah. Yeah. And I fight bosses. And then... um Get coin. Yeah. And spend it on point get. And then I have to climb, climb the weird dick tower. And you hang out with Uncle Death. Yeah. Uncle Death. And play skateboard tricks. I wish. And funnest piece of news overall. Okay. We have our merch page. Yeah, buy our shit. We have six pages of merch for you to choose from. With uh, I want to say we've got about four designs right now. Um, all from local friend artist, otherwise nice lady Ivory Layla uh, on Instagram. I might have to model that uh tank. That yeah, dude. We've got tank tops. We got fucking mugs, backpacks, posters, blankets, pillows. You fucking name it. If dude, if you want, if you want a specific design that we have on, like if you want us to check and see if we can put it on something, I fucking bet we can. Yeah. I bet we can. There's a lot that we can do here. It allows for a lot of crea- uh, creative liberties. I call this look the new gamer. Right? And uh, if uh, if you're at all like the two of us, which you probably are if you're listening all the way through the plugging part of the episode, um, I was trying to be a little witty with oh. how I named some of those designs. You might be able to catch what I was trying to fucking... Pick up what he was putting down. And, and smelling what I was stepping in. You know me, I, I love that fucking trivia. But yeah, I think we've got about four designs up. I think there's a fifth one that we're going to be putting up here soon. Um, and you can find our store at teespring.com backslash stores. That's plural. Stores backslash podcast for two people. And that's spelled just normal. It's podcast for two people. 
And uh, again, if you want to get a hold of us, you can either message us on any of those um, social media sites. You're always welcome to email us at podcastfor2people at gmail.com. Always looking ahead to hear from you guys. Uh, if you want to tell us we're doing an okay job or if there's something that you uh, wanted to correct or you wanted us to talk about in the near future or you have uh, something that you would like to see in our store. Or if you want to meet up to fight us. Yeah. Uh, Good fucking luck, by the way, because (laughs) I took up all the power-ups because I'm a greedy fuck. I'll, um, I I will use treachery. Yes. That's because he doesn't have any of the power-ups because I took them all. Yeah. But he's quick. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll get on my hands and knees behind you, and then you'll push. You'll push him with my it. big dumb fist weapons. Yeah, and then like, and then I'll get out of the way. <laughs> <laughs> like, am I gonna trip you, bitch? You thought I was gonna trip you? No, he's got punched. <laughs> these big oh. fists. <laughs> They're gonna be I'll, real big dumb fisters too. And I'll too. do like an elbow drop. <laughs> the people's elbow. And then you'll explode. Yeah, it'll be really fucking dope. So come at us, if you dare. If you dare. We welcome it. Thanks again, guys. We'll talk to you uh, probably next, next time. Probably next time, yeah. <laughs> there might be a couple other things down the pipe. Little surprises. Enjoy. Thanks, guys.